This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and long internal data. Points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter. Licensed in all 50 states and MLS consumer access.org number 2-2 and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil, Lacazette, Ozil! Yo! Hello and welcome to another Touchy Gunas podcast. Um, my name is Lewis and today I'm, I'm joined by my uh, regular co-host. We've got Daniel. How you doing, man? All good, man. How you doing? Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, uh, we've got returnee uh, Archie. Archie Maddox. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. And uh, we've got, we got a special guest today, yeah? And I say special because, like, this guy, he... he when I was like a rapper back in the day, yeah, you might not, you might look at me and you might not think that I'm like a, 
you know, I was into the rap game and all that stuff. But I was, I was a rapper for about, you know, a week. And I used to listen to, to this guy and he used to be my inspiration, yeah? So I'm going to introduce the, the one and only Joe Black. Yo, what's happening, lads? What's happening? What's How happening? you doing? Arsenal legend, Joe Black. Yeah, man. Good intro, like... man. I'm humbled. <laughs> it's nice to have you on the podcast, man. Um, it's nice to be here. Before we start, um, we're going to be... Uh, well, let me actually plug a few things before we start, actually. So um, as, as I've been mentioning a few times, we've set up a, um, a Touchdown Frackers community on the Discord server. So um, the link will be in the bio. Get over to the Discord. We've got like so many top, like so many channels where you can join, like for gambling, uh, fantasy football. We've got all the club chats that you can join. So get over there. You can uh, use the link in the bio. Uh, make sure to... What's that? Well, throw it in and gamble responsibly, man. Well, you, there's not much to gamble on at the moment. <laughs> so if you're gambling on the virtual horses and uh, horses and all that, that's, you, you've got you've got your own problem with God. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, I suggest you fix that. But um, yeah, there's so much over there. So get get over to the um, the Discord channel. Obviously, this podcast will be on YouTube. So if you don't subscribe to the Touchdown Frackers YouTube channel, then um, you're missing out. Um, also, use the the Touchdown uh, the Touchdown Frackers hashtag as well for the podcast. So let's get started. Today's topic. Um, obviously, we'd be doing these player profile kind of podcasts. Um, these episodes. Um, today's uh, player is Emmanuel Adebayo. Now, Adebayo, for me, and this isn't just because he left us for, you know, Man City and he did that ridiculous celebration uh, when he scored against us. For me, he's one of the most infuriating players that I've, that I've, that I've ever bared witness to at um, not just the Emirates, but Highbury as well. And I recognise that, yes, he had ability. He had ability, but there was something so, I can't, I can't, I'm a podcaster. I should know, I should know what I'm talking about, but I can't get the words out. I can't explain to you how much he infuriated me. Now, Archie, you said before the podcast that you loved Adebayo. So you're probably going to disagree with me on this, but you know, was there nothing about him that just really used to piss you off? I mean, no, no, don't get me wrong. He did, yeah, he used to get me vexed every time I watched him. But I, there was just something about it. It was like he was—he was like if Canu was twenty when we signed him and not forty. It, it was like that kind of thing where he just—he could run. He, I, I liked him. I liked him a lot. I like, and he would wind other people up. And I think I—I I, I miss Arsenal having a player that's just a nutter. And yeah, he—he he was one of them. So I—I I liked him. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I liked him when he played for us, even though he did piss me off a lot. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned Akanu because I think when he joined from Monaco, I think he joined from Monaco for about three million, like ridiculous <laughs> transfer fee when you think about it. When when he scored, you know, probably over fifty goals for us, he signed for three million. Um, he was actually labelled Baby Kanu, I think, by Wenger, which is like an interesting comparison, I guess. Like when you look at their their tall, gangly stature. Um, Kanu is an interesting comparison. Um, but he just, to me, he didn't have the skill level of, of Kanu. I, I, I don't know what you guys think. Joe, Joe what, do you, what, what was your thoughts on Adebayo as a player and what he brought to the table? Um, yeah, man, I think, I think, I would say he was a good player because everything negative I've got to say about him is after he left us. While he was with us, I think, yeah, man. 
uh, it was a time where it was a it was a rough time. It was it was a rough time for us. And I think yeah, man, he done well considering the circumstances, man. Uh, yeah, I think I, I I was a fan of him. I say he was in the past ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what about you? What about you, Dan? Are you, was you a uh, an Adebay or Stan or um? He doesn't. He doesn't strike me as your type of, of of player that you like. Mm, I thought Adoyo was okay. I, well, I do like characters. I do like funny, like funny characters. And Adoyo always had this, this thing about him. Like even even if you do something well, he kind of look funny doing it. So mm. you, he's just one of these players that I just I kind of I, I liked him to be fair because he was just like I, he was, in a way he was charismatic, but he's also a wine up merchant. Then he would annoy me. He was like. It was like this melting pot of emotions I had for him, kind of thing. So, I thought he was um, he was decent for us, but I I didn't feel like we shouldn't have sold him. I've, when the money was um, put up for him, I was like, yeah, we, yeah, sell him. We got uh, good money for him, innit? Twenty five million selling him to Man City. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think when he first joined, it it looked like he was kind of like a bit out of his depth. I don't know if that's a fair criticism or not, but I remember I remember a lot of the time because when he joined, wasn't it was it Thierry's last season that he joined? Or was it that did Thierry have two seasons with him? I can't remember. Nah, he had like two or three. Because remember, they had that celebration where they danced together. Uh, they they may have had two two. I don't think it's three because the third season is when he clapped twenty four goals, and that was when Thierry had gone. So I don't. I can't remember when Thierry left, but um, I remember Thierry being so visibly annoyed by Adebayo. Like <laughs> Thierry used to hate Adebayo. They may have reconciled, and you know, like. Uh, but it became good friends after that. But, you know, I remember seeing Seri on the pitch. He used to be like, this guy, this guy is not good enough for us. And I always found that quite interesting. Maybe that kind of um, shirks my judgment a bit on, on Adebayo because I remember him being so, like, um, players around him being so visibly frustrated with him as, as well. But um, let, let's let's talk about when he first joined. Does anyone remember when he first joined? Like um, for uh, from Monaco, um, yeah. Does it? Does anyone remember the circumstances? That, I think he came like midway through the season, didn't he? If I remember. Yeah, correctly. yeah. He came in January. I, rem- I remember him joining, and I remember I remember the first couple of matches, and I thought he was rubbish. First couple of matches, mm. I couldn't lie. I was like, this. Guy, what have we done? This is mm. the is Christopher Ray again? Is the world <laughs> done? Hey, Christopher Ray is a legend, mate. Yeah, don't don't forget he scored a very important goal for us in that 97 98 season. Nah, man, and, man. and that's Arthur Vega's son. Remember, that's Arthur Vega's son as well. Don't don't respect the big man. Don't disrespect the big man. Yeah. Now I remember him coming. Was his first goal against Man United? I think his mm. first goal might have been against it was. Man United. Very, Trafford, um, I believe. Yeah, yeah, and he went past Rio. We won one nil, I think. And that's when I was like, all right. Because I didn't, I, I still can't understand how he scored the goal that he scored. I still don't understand, physically, I don't understand. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where he kind of, he like hooked the ball, right? It's like his foot had two joints in it, the way he hooked the ball. <laughs> he was so awkward, man. He was so awkward. I think that's the best way to describe Adebayo. And I, I, I remember sharing your sentiments that when he first signed, I was just sort of like, I'm not too sure about, about this one. Um, 
he wasn't, you know, and I saw his goal scoring at Monaco, 18 goals in 78 games. I was sort of like, mm, I don't know about this. I don't you know, know when, and when we signed Sonogo, he really reminded me of what Adebayo was like. In what, chaos factor, yeah? The chaos factor was there. And what happened <laughs> with Adebayo is he managed to refine this chaos factor mm. and was very effective for like one season. But like Sonogo just reminded, not, not just the way they looked and stuff, it was just the way they moved, long legs, and the way that challenge for the ball in the air, like some of the mannerisms, kind of reminded me of Adebayo. Adebayo just managed to refine his game a bit better. But yeah, I definitely share the same feeling of, I thought he was Pony when he, when he first came. Well, I mean, he's, it took him ages to, to really get going. So like his first season, he got four goals. So it, first half of the season, he got uh, four goals in 13 games. And then obviously he became more of a regular fixture in... Um, in his first full season, which was 06, 07. Um, do I remember correctly? Did Adebayo play on the wing sometimes? Or did he only play up front? I wouldn't surprise me if he played on the wing. Wing, I played a lot of I people. think he did play out wide a few times, you know. Yeah. I, I, I believe he did, I'm yeah. To, I'm trying to research it now it, to see. I'm trying it to wouldn't surprise me if he did. Then yeah. off it, innit? And, and hip... What I do remember from Adebayo is he, he took elements from Thierry's game where he thought he was Thierry and he would go out wide. You know, you know when Thierry would occupy the, like, the wide left position and take the ball out there and try to come inside? Adebayo would try that and he was just not good at it whatsoever. And uh, I, I remember that a lot about Adebayo. But yeah, his first full season at the club was um, 06-07. And he, you know, he, he, he scored 12 goals in, in 44 games, which, um, I mean, it's not, it's not great. Um, I don't, but I don't think, we don't, I don't think we had many, um, uh, not, not many of our players were scoring goals that season, if I remember correctly. 06, 07, just checking the, the goals now. Uh, yeah, Van Persie was our top scorer that season with 13. Thierry Henry got 12 and 27. Adebayo 12 in 44. Gilberto Silva 11 goals. How the hell did Gilberto Silva score 11 goals that season? What? <laughs> what are you saying? Gilberto Silva what? touched some fingers. Oh, was no. he not taking penalties though? I think he was the penalty right. taker. Right. What, 11? Think, uh, well, 11's a lot, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because this was Julio Baptista's first season. I'm shocked by this. I'm actually shocked by this. But um, yeah, so... Um, that, that was his first season. And, and probably the most notable contribution to this season was um, when he got sent off in the League Cup final against Chelsea. I don't know if you guys remember that. That, that, that was uh, the... We were talking about Phil Walcott. Phil Walcott's first goal uh, for Arsenal in that game. And Adebayo actually got sent off when we were... I want to say when we were like 1-0 up. Maybe, no, maybe not. Maybe it was when it was like 1-1. That's when uh, DRB batted John Terry in the head, didn't it? Yeah, kick, uh, kicking racism. Kingdom in the head. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, that but that 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 game. I think that was um, Wenger decided to um, put the the kids on the pitch. Um, he, he decided to go with the League Cup team rather than um, the the Premier League side. And he got a lot of stick for it because obviously we hadn't won a a title for what three years, uh, a, a cup for about three years. So it was like people were like. You know, why are you putting uh, this under-21 side out there? Um, and then I'm trying to see when Adebayo got sent off. I'm sure he did. We, oh, Colo Torre and Adebayo were dismissed in stoppage time after a clash between Torre and John Obi Mikel sparked an ugly brawl. 
I think yeah, I remember it. Right now, this is look at it. Uh, it brings back memories because Alabama was crazy, man. <laughs> it was nuts. Uh, he got sent off a few times for Arsenal, if I remember correctly. I'm think I'm seeing one, two. He's not messing two, about, man. Two red cards, I think, for <laughs> for Arsenal. Yeah. Um. How is is uh, how, how do you think Adebayo would translate into um today's game? Because I think he's quite he's the modern day kind of striker, right? Like he was kind of like um, that mobile target man that that would do well in today's game. I'll say he's kind of like like I would think he'll be like comparable to Tammy Abraham or someone like that. Wow, is that is, is that high praise or not? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. Because I so think you're he, a fan he, of Tammy. He, he, yeah, I think is that the style is kind of a contrast to the physical attributes. Okay. Whereas you'd you'd expect Tammy to be like a, a pin it down, and you wouldn't expect him to have the feet work he's got and the range of finishing he's got. So yeah, man, I think I think yeah, I think I think he would he would do well in today's game. I don't know about his temperament though. I don't know if his temperament would would serve him well in today's game, but. Yeah, I think he'll do well. Where would you rank him? Like, if, if he was in our squad today, where would you rank him amongst our strikers? Is he better than Aubameyang? Is he better than Lacazette? Uh, in between. I'll play, I'll, I, would, I would put him... Based on, based on performances, I would say, yeah, under Aubameyang, but above Lacazette, I would say. Okay, what about the rest of yeah, for me the same still. Um, I think I, I, share, I, share, I share Joe's um, views on this. I think he's the mobile target man where he, he would run the channels quite well. Um, he would have a few finishes in the locker that you don't really think he's got in his locker. And then, yeah, he'll surprise you. He'll have a bit of a chaos factor, but also a bit of an X factor. <laughs> and um, so I think, I think he fared quite well in, in a game that's um, physical and very, is very much based on transitions at the moment, right? So um, I think, I think he, he'd do well. Um, don't think he'd be as good as a Bamiyang um, as a as a as a main as a main striker for us, but um, I'd I'd rate him above Lacazette currently, um, simply because of his capabilities of tre- stretching the opposition. I think that he he's a on his day is a real problem. Um, so for any team really. So yeah. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm. Good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Mm. What about you, Archie? For for a main striker, I'd actually put him above Aubameyang, you know. I'd rather have him than both. I'll tell you the reason why. Because Aubameyang, his all-round play, like, he'll get you goals. And I love Aubameyang for that. But his all-round play, I don't think he brings as much to the team as Adebayo. He can't hold the ball up. He can't. I don't think Adebayo could hold the ball up, to be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was particularly good at it. I can't really remember. I just remember the goal against Tottenham more than anything. But I think... <laughs> yeah, look at his touch for that. He almost <laughs> gave the ball away. <laughs> the second thing is all that matters, really. It is. Uh, 
I, I think I like Obama Yang out on the left because I think he can use his pace more than if he's up front. People just drop back if he's the number one. So I'd rather someone like Adebayor up front, personally. Uh, I, I think he'd do well in the modern game. I think he'd do well in a team like, um, like Chelsea, the way they play. I think he'd do really well. I don't think he'd do nothing for Arsenal now. I think he'd do well at Tottenham, which he was at. So, yeah, no, I, I think he'd do well. I think he was kind of unfortunate when he played. Unfortunate when he played due to what? Due to, he, he was one of those strikers that was kind of in between, like the way that Ozil is now in between two different times. If mm. Ozil was around 10 years ago, no one would be chatting shit about him. Mm. But if he's around in 10 years time, everyone would be like, we don't need these kind of players. And I think Adebayor, he was just, he was, if he was around five years ago, just starting off, I think he would be a much more well-respected player than he was. See, see I think with Adebayor, he's a bit of a full, um, full, full two striker. So I think maybe a few years, like the generation before he came, he would have been very well-respected and he would, have, he would have put up quite a few numbers. I think now as well, um, because the game is so physical and it's really about stretching your position and making them hustle or hustling them hard. But um, yeah, but I think for our football, um, for the football we want to play, we, we need a lot of technicians to make up for, for, for someone like Adebayo. Um, but he, he, do, he, he can fashion chance by himself. One game I always have um, in mind when I think of Adebayo is, I think it was away even at the San Siro against AC Milan. Mm. That was the, the, where we won 2-0, right? With, um, yeah. He, yeah. Was, he, he, was, he, was, he was better in Nesta that game. Mm. It was do you know when you, you watch something like this is just ridiculous? <laughs> like, listen, this is what happens when people say Maldini is like one of the best. Yeah. So he was basically transitioning. PMP and uh, it, that all comes into question, mate. Exactly. Like, if they come to the press and battered, let's be serious. Yeah, I agree, and man. I think that they came from a they came from a generation where the physicality wasn't as great as um, what we transition into now. But are they already, are they already had this, mm. and he was ex, he was exploiting it. Um, and I think, yeah, I think I think he he would do. Do quite well in today's game, to be honest. The, uh, the, that, so the, the game you're talking about was 07-08, right? That was when, um, uh, that was his main, that was his big season, right? That was his, that was his big season. When I say his big season, that oh. was his big season of his career. Because like, if you go through Adebayo's <laughs> career stats, he hit 20 goals, yeah, not just in the league, 20 goals all comps once in his whole career. Bear in mind, this is a guy who's played in French Division 2. Yeah. He's played in Turkey for about three years. And now he's in Paraguay. Yeah. He's in, he's in, he's in Paraguay right now. Uh, but I, I, I'm sad he is like 36, but fair enough. You know, who goes to fucking Paraguay? But yeah, anyway, he's... Um, so hold, on, hold on. Was he one season wonder then? If we, if we keep in that I wouldn't say he's a one season wonder. I would say... Actually, no, 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 no. I, no, no, no. I think he's a one-season wonder. I think yeah. he's a one-season wonder. Because his, his goal-scoring records after are distinctly average. Fine, he had one decent season at Spurs where he notched 17 in 33, which is all right. You know, one in two, that's okay. But other than that, I, I, I'm not really seeing... I find his first season at Man City, he got 14 in 26. But other than that, I'm not really seeing anything particularly special about Adebayor and, and his numbers. But we, we, we can talk about his one-season wonder if you want, you know. Joe, I, 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 see I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say he was much a one-season wonder. I think what it was with him is 
he uh, for whatever reasons he didn't he didn't really settle anywhere if that makes sense like after even that he had a one good or he didn't he didn't prove consistency because he had a good season at Arsenal his best season at Arsenal then he started demanding crazy things mm. uh, well crazy depending on who you are I think it was crazy what he was demanding um, and then from there he never really you mean in terms of there. money you, t- you mean in terms of money or status yeah, wh- whatever it was money, status playing time mm. uh, uh, ambition whatever it was he didn't really he didn't so he had that season where he scored 30 odd goals for us yeah and he didn't capitalize on it and show consistency like all right i'm going to do it again to prove that i wasn't it wasn't a fluke yeah if that makes sense yeah yeah no and then, definitely and then from there it was just a merry-go-round he went all over the world from there i don't know where i don't know where he, he went turkey he's been do you remember when he went real madrid real yeah, madrid Madrid do weird things like that, though, in it, like where they where they sign Julian Fober on loan and shit like that. Oh, Arsenal thing because that's where did Bentner go to? Um, Juventus, Juventus as well. Yeah, Bentner went yeah, to Juventus. Yeah. Weird. I don't know what. Uh, it's weird, man. It is strange. It is strange. But I, I think um, the season. I can't remember if it was the season. I'm trying to look at it now. I think yeah, in the 2008 transfer window. So I think um, um, after he had the. 07-08 season where he scored 30 goals. I think he had the opportunity to move and then he signed a new contract. Um, and I think, yeah, so it says he was linked with 30 million moves to Milan and Barcelona, but later signed a, uh, a new contract. I don't know if that, I can't remember if that's because we didn't let him go or if he decided to stay. I, I don't know. Dan, you're the one with a memory. I don't know. Do you remember? No, I don't. I don't quite remember this, to be honest. Uh, I'm trying to do some Googles now. Um, Adebayo contract, Arsenal contract. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, you're right. The the, the move to Real Madrid was um a bizarre one. But just during the 07-08 season, what were um besides the AC Milan, um the AC Milan goal? What were some of the highlight moments of of that season for? Adebayo, like, can you guys remember any of the, the goals that he scored? Because that 07 08 um, season was, we started off like a house on fire. We were unbeaten until we lost to Middlesbrough um, at the beginning of December. And then we didn't lose again until March. So by March, we had only lost two games. We only lost three games in that league season. And they were away to United, away to Chelsea, and away to Middlesbrough. And we still fucking finished third. You know, it was a. Uh, a strange season. Was that when Eduardo uh, got his leg broken? Um, 07, 08. No, no. That, was it? Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. That was that was the season where Eduardo broke his leg. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to see here, actually. Did Adebayo... I'm trying to look at this run towards the end of the season. Adebayo just stopped scoring goals. Was he even playing? He must have. I think I think he had an injury that season because I think Eduardo was injured and nah. then Adebayor got injured and then Van Persie. He played... Adebayor played 48 games. He didn't have an injury. He stopped scoring. He was one of the chief bottle jobs on this... Um, so he didn't score for... So he scored in a 2-0 win against Blackburn in Feb. Yeah, and then it was the Birmingham game. Didn't score. 
Didn't score at home against Villa where he drew 1-1. Um, didn't score away to Wigan. Another draw. Yeah, another draw. These were games we drew four in a row. Um, didn't score at home to um, Middlesbrough when we drew 1-1. Scored, uh, no, didn't score uh, in the away game against Chelsea where we lost 2-1. And, um, didn't, yeah, and then didn't score against Bolton. Didn't score against Liverpool. And then finally scored at Old Trafford against Man United. But he went on like a seven-game run where he didn't score any goals at the most pivotal time of the season. In out of them seven games, how many of them did we win? One. Yeah, there you go. And that is why, my friends, Adebayo is trophyless as a player. Oh, he's trophyless, yeah? Yeah, never won a trophy. He, oh. I, I think he won the Copa del Rey with um, Real Madrid. Uh, well, he didn't win nothing with City. Nope, didn't win anything with City. He joined City at a time, remember, when it was quite when they were quite new. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, it was like cruising that playing for them when he joined, didn't it? <laughs> <then> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his... Tevez by that point, though. I thought they had Tevez and then Rubinho come. Mm, I, don't, I can't remember when they had Tevez. No, Tevez was later, no? I can't Big, remember. Th- these, times, these times, Tevez was at Man United. 07 or 08. Because that was 07 or 08 was like Ronaldo, Tevez, Rooney, no? Well, I think Tevez went from United to City. Yeah, so it'd have been, it would have been later on. They had Tevez later yeah. on. This was like when Man City were quite new. And um, he, yeah, so he's a runner-up for Monaco in the Champions League in 03-04. Um, runner-up of the League Cup with Arsenal in 06-07. Um, and then a cop- and runner-up of the FA Cup with Palace in 15-16. And he also won the... Um, and he won the Copa del Rey with Real Madrid when he was on loan. So yeah, never never won a major a major trophy with a football team whilst being a, you know, at the not I don't want to discredit him, but you just have to highlight a bit of context. So he scored two hat-tricks that year as well. And um, both against Derby. And okay. both, both games, we like the one game we scored six goals, the other game we scored five goals. So yeah, I think he scored some big goals. But um, yeah, maybe the season is a bit overrated. Yeah, he scored away against Man City that season. Scored two. Scored, uh, scored, scored a double Spurs as well, didn't he? That was a good goal. I think the Spurs goal. That's the. That's the. I think that's the main. Uh, with, that's the main what, at, at White Hart Lane. At the three, we beat them three-one. Yeah. yeah, I think that. I think that's the. Two. He scored, he scored that game. Yeah, he scored two in that game. Yeah. But it, 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 the 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 volley in that game was it that that season he scored the volley. That that was the volley. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I think that's the. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that'll be the. I think that'll be the main memory of that season. That'll be the highlight season for him. We we should. To be honest, that's my only memory of Adebayor. I can't even lie. That's my only. <laughs> 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 that and the that and the the, 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 the yeah. No, I'm saying I'm talking the the memory when uh, the bad memory. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, the bad yeah, memory that's in my head of Adebayo. Yeah, that so, image, that's the main image. That, that, that is the main image. So obviously, after that 07 08 season where he, where he notched thirty goals, we we obviously bottled the league. Where we th- somehow, you know, we were so far ahead. Like I said, we had lost one game up until the twenty third of March. That that is. Yeah, but I think that was. The, don't you think that was the um, the catalyst? Eduardo it, it definitely was. It definitely was. I remember, I remember our skipper was on the Galas was on the floor. I remember him after the game, and from there you just knew, ah, oh, this is this is not looking good, man. Yeah. Well, we well we didn't win for five games after that. 
Exactly. Is that a glass of wine, Joe? No, man, lemonade, lemonade. A glass of Chardonnay, is it? Is it? All right. Okay. <laughs> <Lemonade>. <laughs> so, um, obviously, there was the opportunity to sell Adebayor after that season. And the season after, this is why I'm wondering if maybe he had like, um, uh, maybe he kicked off a bit of a fuss. Maybe he didn't actually want to stay because 0809, it's not a season I, I particularly remember that well. He, um, he only scored 10 goals that season and, and didn't play an awful lot either. Um, yeah, I'm seeing 37 games, 16 goals. So like his goal return went down quite a lot. 10 goals in the league in 26 games. Um, and I think we probably did quite well to actually sell him to Man City off the back of that season, considering it, it, it isn't a great season. He just went back to being his usual, um, his usual, like with his usual numbers in terms of um, his goal scoring. So, yeah, so we end up sending him to Man City. And then obviously the dreaded thing comes about that Joe mentioned is, uh, you know, when it was time for him to uh, play us, he had obviously received quite a bit of, of stick um, that season. And, uh, I'm trying to get the game. Where, where was it? Four. Where was it? It was early. Yeah, it was early in the season. I remember. Yeah, it was early in the season because um, Man City had started off quite well as, as well, and and we were like they were like three 0 up inside. No, they weren't. They were three one up in and um, Ad- Adebayor scored scored that goal and then ran the whole length of of the. Pitch. Yo, that 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 celebration is iconic. That celebration should be in FIFA, to be honest. Well, it is if you if you want to if you want to recreate it, but <laughs> it should be, man. It should be, and 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 the fr- the the three thousand or whatever so away supporters just fuming, <laughs> fuming. It's absolutely it's crazy, man. <laughs> I, I get the I get the um the abuse angle and and stuff like that, and yeah. uh, you know if Arsenal I, fans were shouting abuse to him and stuff like that, then I get it, but. You know, it's just I don't know. Was it was he no, right to do that? Nah, you know what? Obviously, it's, it's I don't know whether it's right or wrong, but there, I think there's so many more subtle ways to get back at because it's not all fans. Not all fans were against. Not all fans were like booing him or against against him. Mm. So I think what the celebration that was like a kick in the face to, to all of us that as as Arsenal fans, and like that for me, that was the minute that I. That started disliking him. Yeah. I wasn't really when we when we when we sold him. Like you said, I thought it was good business. I wasn't mm. really, it wasn't really a thing where I was like, oh, mm. we lost Daddy Bayor, we got ripped off, or you left Same. us. And, I think we ripped them yeah. off. If I'm being honest, twenty five mil. We didn't even play many games with them, did he? No, <laughs> I think he had um, he had two seasons with them, two and a half seasons with them. The season he did join Man City, yeah, all right, fine. You you scored you scored your nice little goal against us and ran the whole length of the pitch and and what and whatnot. But you actually finished below Arsenal that season. Um, uh, yeah, when was it? Oh nine, ten. Yeah, they they finished they finished fifth. We finished third. You know, okay, cool. We <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't exactly you know you you didn't really get one over us. Really fine. You won a you won a football game for Man City like. Um, whoopty do but uh but you didn't really do much else after that i think i think after that game Matt, yeah after that game where, where he scored against us they won they won once in about 10 games after that after that goal so what, it sounds what, like what he the, wore himself the, out 
Wasn't the issue money though? I see. I, I seem to remember the issue was him, him wanting, him wanting more money. And but I think then, that's why. I think, I think that's why he was getting booed in the first place. But then why sign a new contract then? That's what I'm confused with. I'm not sure. Maybe because that. I think that was the time when I don't think was that when the it was the guy from Thailand that was that owned Man City. It was before that. Uh, no, this was the, the, this was the Shakes. I'm sure. Was this the Shakes? I'm pretty sure it was. I didn't realise part of the shakes right, right at the start, and I think at the moment he wanted something like a hundred and twenty thousand a week or something, and Arsenal yeah. weren't willing to do it, and then Man City. Yeah, the yeah. That's why I seem to remember. I wasn't really because I was like, you know what? I can't really knock him if he's getting paid more money. And but when he done that celebration, that's when I was like, yeah, man, he's yeah, he's, he's, I'm done with him. So I've got, I've got here that it says he is, and um, when he actually signed a new contract f- for us, so this was off the back after he scored the 30 goal season, that summer he was due to leave. Barcelona came in for him, Milan came in for him and um, in, in order to keep him, the club gave him an £80,000 a week contract um, to sign him until 2012. So, um, yeah, he says, I have three years left in my contract. I'm putting two or three years more, so I'm very happy of being part of this family. He was booed by some Arsenal fans for his perceived lack of loyalty during some pre-season friendlies, notably against Real Madrid in the Emirates Cup. I don't remember that. I really don't remember it. But, um, yeah, I guess, I guess that's... Maybe that's, that's, adding, that's added more fuel to the fire in terms of why he did that... Um, that celebration against us, I guess, you know, if you're being booed by your own fans, I, I probably was one of them, if I'm being honest, you know, but. <laughs> the thing is with um, the celebration, I, I don't blame them, to be honest. Um, people people react in, in different ways. So, um, of course, I didn't like it at the time when he did it. I was furious, isn't it? But, um, it was violent celebrations, inciting violence, I think. <laughs> I mean, the abuse he got was pretty horrific. So, um, yeah, mm. I think. Um, it, it was always going to spark an emotional response, and that was his response to it. Isn't it? Here, here it is. Yeah, look, the former. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, uh, I thought I saw something here where it said at the Bayo's wage at Man City. I thought I thought they gave him one hundred thirty thousand a week. I think it. I think it was around that. Um, I thought it was one sixty. It I'm might. Sure, I'm sure it was that one sixty. I think did they right. him and Colo Torre at the same time? Yeah, they did. Colo Torre go over there at the same time. We got we yeah we got sixteen mil I think for Colo Torre and twenty five yeah. for Adebayo which I think I think <laughs> I mean we 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 took him to the cleaners I think so because uh, this this is sounding like a four one nine deal to be honest yeah, yeah. Beca- and and to be and to be fair Adebayo has done so well out of football because it's like weren't Spurs still paying him like hundred k a week up until like a few years ago, even though he hasn't played for him for about five years, Spurs was yeah. Spurs yeah. was still paying him 100k a week, even though he was at like, um, where was he? Like maybe like Palace, he went to Turkey, I think. I he think went he Turkey. Went Turkey, yeah. yeah. He, he went Palace, scored one goal in 15 games, um, and then he went to yeah, he was at Turkey and um, bottled the league in Turkey. I might add as well. Actually, he was part of a, a, a an Istanbul side who bottled the league in 17 18, and um. Yeah, that's just the story of his career, really. <laughs> ah, oh, well, we, we always get the last laugh, don't we? So um, um, just before we finish on Adebayo then, um, how, how would you guys sum up his, his career at Arsenal? Like, obviously, it's, it's, 
it's one of those Wenger signings where we look back on it now, where you know he signed him for three million, utilized him as much as he could, and then and then sold him for twenty five. It's a it's another success story, in terms of like you know uh, how you should do business, um, in in you know when you're when you're when you're a football club. But like just out of ten, how would you give um, Adebayo's time at Arsenal? This is tough now because no trophies and really only one outstanding season. If, you, if you're being very objective, it probably is capped at like seven. Probably is, capped that, at seven. I, is, that, is that relative to like his ability? Like, do you, or are you taking that into consideration or is you just... No, no I think it's just, just on achievements at Arsenal um, and performance at Arsenal. I think in, um, his ability-wise, I think it would have been great if he'd have kicked on from that season where he scored mm. 30 goals. I mean, um, not saying sky is the limit, but he could have. I, I think he had the capability to do it. Um, maybe mentally he wasn't all there, but um, he definitely had the capabilities to do it. Um, so I think, although um, from a business point of view, it was a very good deal that ended up in a, um, in a good um, turnover for us. I think um, this, this time at Arsenal, there is a bit of disappointment that he didn't stay longer um, and um, also didn't um, didn't have one or two more better seasons for us. But um, at the end of the day, we got very good money for him and we, um, we had players that, that could play in this position. And um, ultimately, I think um, it was good, good business from us selling them. Um, I think I'll give him six and a half out of ten overall Arsenal career. Um, but I think personally, he's probably kept that seven. Even though I think that, that that one year was really, really good, I do think now, looking back on the numbers in a little bit, I think maybe he was... In a, in a grand scheme of things, a bit overrated. Not saying it's overrated um, point bank period, but a bit overrated. Um, just contextualising it a bit more. Um, and also just looking at, um, I think sometimes, because we had Henri and Henri was so, so good, um, any striker that had like, like this potential of getting, 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 or being really good for a long period of time, we kind of, we kind of hail him up a bit too much. So I think really, after Henri, we only had, Van Persie, that was um, that was great, and now Aubameyang. Um, the rest, the rest of the strikers, I think, have all lacked the consistency to to, to be top level Arsenal players. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my assessment of it. I agree. Um, Archie, Joe, what 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 are you giving uh, Adebayo's time at Arsenal? Well, I, I, looking back now, I think I'm massively overrated. How <laughs> have I convinced I you? Have I? Yeah, I've, I've convinced. <laughs> yeah. I've got in your head. I don't think I remembered Adebayor at all. I think I thought <laughs> every goal was like that Tottenham goal. So I just I've massively overhyped him in my head, and now I'm angry with him for that. So I'm going to give him a five. <laughs> all right, cool. Joe, what about yourself? Uh, yeah, the same man. I'd 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 go even further and say I'd give him like a a four. The reason why I'll give him a four because he had he had he had one he had one good season. I'd uh, I say oh yeah, I'd say it's a good season. Um and um he never really lived up to his potential. Not at Arsenal anyway, and anywhere else he went. So What did you see his uh, potential as though? I thought like do you know like all right, that, the 2007-2008 the season, I thought he was going to kick on from there. I thought that was the beginning of something. Mm. I thought, you know what? He's, 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 uh, 
he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be Henry's replacement. He's gonna be our our version of Drogba. He's gonna be our mm. our leading man up front. And yeah, he never really he never really um never really lived up to it. And even even on leaving, he didn't even have a season where he made me miss him. If that makes sense, mm. where he made me think, oh, we should never have got rid of him. That so. Yeah, if if if, if, if the, the the people who I'll give ten out of ten for their careers, that yeah, I'd say he hasn't had half the career of them. Um, so yeah, I'll give him yeah four or five at best. But that little that little celebration at City, yeah, not stand a point. But yeah, I'll say four or four out. Of 10. <laughs> you know what? On the view, I I dig this. It's just I think. Do you know what ties in for me as well? That I gave him like a six, six and a half. That we got money for him. Like, we're so bad at selling. Mm. <laughs> and we get not, no money for someone as well. And they're, they're not, we're, we're not really great for us. At least he had one season and we got money for him. I'm thinking, yeah. I'm giving him over six. But I think on the whole, I'm, I'm leaning towards more what the boys have given them as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just, I just yeah, I, th- I, I didn't think he was that great, if I'm being honest. And um, yeah. I, I think, I, I didn't, before researching these stats like the 07 08 season, I, di- I, didn't, I didn't really. Um, I didn't know that about Adebayo that he didn't score for seven games um, in in the you know in our in our ti- in our chart- title challenge where we just completely fell off the pace. Um, obviously, not his own, not only his fault, but if you're you know if you're going to be the leading man for a, a team that's going to win a title, you need to stand up during those moments, and you need to you know like like what Va- you know like what um, not Van Persie like. Um, uh, Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp, all these guys where we've won titles, they they've done that for us. And um, he did Alexis Sanchez. Well, we didn't win the title, did we? No, no, no. Bob, yeah, Christopher Ray, Archie. That's it. Christopher Ray stood up when it was time. <laughs> yeah, Wiltord. Yeah, yeah. It Wiltord exactly. They didn't. They didn't crumble. Wiltord never had the greatest goal scoring record, but when it mattered, he stood up and he scored. He scored when it mattered. Won us the league at Old Trafford. Can't tell anymore. Like, did Adebayo have a better career than Wilton? Wilton never scored a thirty goal season, but did Adebayo have the the Arsenal career that Wilton did? No, no, he didn't. Not in my opinion. Wilton won a striker, though. To be fair, um, yeah, true, but still, still, a, still an attacker. Wilton did play striker sometimes, though. No, or was he always a right winger? He was more on the right wing, wasn't he? Yeah, different different times, I guess. But just when you look at that careers and stuff, um, uh, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us. Families trust Clorox to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. So I have a story for you, Amanda. Um, with Clorox, there's one thing I definitely use it for every single time before I step into my vanity van. Uh, I love the entire place disinfected because that's where I keep my makeup. Uh, that's where I get ready. That's where my clothes are. That's sometimes where I take a nap as well. So, you know, I can use it all over like time of need. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really, it just keeps everything super clean and I, I feel super safe. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones. 
especially during times like these, I mean, with the pandemic going on, with COVID going on, it's just great to be extra sanitary with all the items that are around you, caring for others and, you know, just wiping down the door handle after you use the bathroom or wiping down so the So important. The toilet, so important. The toilet handle. Don't forget oh. the toilet handle. <laughs> so remember, when, when it counts, counts trust Clorox. All right, cool. Let's, um, let's talk a little bit about what happened today. We played another friendly today, which we're getting bantered all over social media about. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I was, you know, I was very confident that we'd get top four after smashing Charlton four nil, uh, six nil the other day. But now I'm a bit, feel a bit less confident now that we've uh, lost to Brentford today, three, two, three, two, and, and even less confident watching the highlights. And say, the, see the highlights, yeah. Oh God, yeah. The goals that we're conceding, we're just, we're, we're a bunch of jokers. Actually, aren't we? Joe, do you see the highlights? Yeah, I watched it just, just yeah. before this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what can you say? I, if we get top eight, I'll be happy with this season. <laughs> top eight, so it's so a one place. I don't know if that, that was Brentford or Barcelona we were saying <laughs> by the looks of it, man. Crazy. Well, I mean, some of the mistakes that um that we made for the goals are not exactly uncharacteristic mistakes from what we're used to from Arsenal. Um, let, let let's talk about the goals because um. Willock scored again. And um, Joe, obviously, this is your first time on the pod, so I, I don't really know your thoughts on, you know, our current group of players. But um, what's your thoughts on, on Joe Willock? And, and how do you see him being utilised for the rest of the season? Um, yeah, I think, he's a, I, think he's got, I think he's got great potential. Um, My guy. Uh, in regards to this season, I think... He, he, I would say theoretically, I would, I would, ideally, I would like to use him as an impact player, but given some of the performances of our midfielders and that, I think the lack of creativity of someone that drives that, see, like a Ramsey, someone that takes the ball and and, and drives with it, that yeah, you might have to play. But I think the playing without the crowd is a blessing because I think a lot of the pressure comes from from us as fans and maybe that will that will give him a chance to play without the pressure and yeah develop mm. and do his thing. But for one for, for the future, definitely I think he's he's definitely a promising one for the future. Mm. I think I think what what is interesting about Willock is that. What I like about him, I'm not going to sit here and wax Liverpool about his potential because I don't actually think he's that great of a player. But I think what's interesting about him is his constant ability to be in the right areas to score goals. And it's a trait we're really missing at the, at the moment. We're missing goal scorers. We're missing, we're, we're, especially from midfield, like no one's scoring goals from midfield. You know, like I, I think Socrates is like our fifth highest goal scorer this season. You know, and he's got three. He's got three goals. Willock is up there with our top goal scorers and he's barely played. You know, so I think, yeah, his friendlies. He's got, he's got two really nice goals in these, in these friendly games. And I think it's, um, he's got that, that, that ability to just be there in the box, arriving late in the box. Something that, like you said, Ramsey had. Ramsey had that, um, just that knack of being on the end of, you know, uh, that cross into the box or, you know, the, the, the pass on the edge of the box or whatever. 
and and he's and he seems to be a, a decent finisher. Yeah, he's missed a few chances, but um, in front of goal, he seems to be, he don't shit the bed. He, he he's got an eye for it, and um, yeah, I, I I think I think there's a I think there's space for him in the team. Um, maybe not starting, but as someone who can come off the bench and you know when we when we're looking to push for a goal or whatever, I I, I can see him. I can see him having some impact personally, but um, just um, in terms of of today, are you guys worried that we're we're losing and making these mistakes? Because I'm looking at Louise doing kick ups and getting robbed on the halfway line. I'm seeing Lacazette being run off the ball, and you know, the, and Rob Holden get one step over, and Rob Holden's being sent to fucking Bolton, and. Um, and then Maitland now is like dilly dallying again on the edge of the box. It's these are things that we've all seen from these players that, you know, um, that we're that we're used to. And uh, is that is that concerning for you, considering we are playing against Man City next week? Not really. Personally, no. Yeah, no, not 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 for me. It's. Uh... You know, if we'd have just had a friendly against Charlton, I also wouldn't be going, oh, we're going to win the league. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a friendly. It's for us to get our fitness back. So we can't look at it really. Some of the, like I was watching them, some of them weren't even running. So, yeah, I'm not concerned. Yeah, I I think that it, I think we saw the goals in some of the highlights, but uh, it's just a preparation. And I think that probably didn't take it very serious. I mean, the Louise stuff was ridiculous. Those doing keepy ups, that's a that's a strong indication to me that he was not taking that game. Seriously. But that's scary to me. That's scary to me that you're not taking it serious. We have got fucking Man City in a, in an important game next week. Like, yes, surely your eyes got to be on the ball. I know it might be difficult to do it in an empty stadium against Brentford, but I, but, but as fans, you have we, to get into game mentality. This is this is serious shit now. Of course, but as gay as as fans, we just have to take it easy sometimes. Um, we we tend to overanalyze things. So mm. obviously, I watch the clips and I don't really want to see Maitland Niles in midfield. So I'm going to be like, yeah, you see Maitland Niles mm. in midfield. I'm going to, I'm going to run drugs, but mm. really, um, overanalyzing doesn't 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 do us any favors here. First, we don't see the first ninety minutes. We don't really know what the plan was here. Also, where they are now in their periodization and where they are in their training schedule. What what time the game was even played? Did they have a training session before this? Like, we don't know a lot of things here. So. Mm come to just look at the result and feel like, oh, that was a good finish. Oh, Rob Holding still can't defend one-on-one. Like, those are the things we already know, really. Yeah. And how we play against City, we will see. Like, that game looked like low intensity. We cannot play against City with low intensity, and I doubt. No, we'll lose that, that 8-0. Gonna, yeah, exactly. I thought I was setting us out there playing like that or um, attempt to play like that. So, we'll see. Um I think it's hilarious that we are getting banter when the season's not even on yet. But <laughs> yeah, mate. what do you expect, man? <laughs> what, do you expect? <laughs> what do you expect? We don't I do things to bloody help ourselves, do we? I haven't even heard about the other teams' friendlies. I'm just hearing about I us. I know, I know. I'm just hearing Liverpool have had friendlies. Um, I don't think Man City have played. I don't think Man City have played a friendly. See, I haven't even heard about this at all. So. But it, it just seems like the friendlies are being organised. Oh, f- fancy a game, mate? Do you, yeah, do you fancy a game today? And and they just, just turn up at the Emirates and, and play a game of football. Like, I'm surprised they've even got the goals up. Like, it should just be like jumpers as goalposts or something. It, basically, the way you organised football on a, on a Thursday. On a Thursday, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, Joe, do you, do, you want, do you fancy a game tonight, Joe? Do you fancy a game tonight? Is that, yeah, that's, that's, exactly what, um, that's exactly what it seems like. 
hopefully, you know, I'm trying not to read too much into it, but it's difficult when, you know, because if it was pre-season and we were doing that kind of thing, we would be talking about it as a as a cause for concern. And I think if players are not in that game mentality, I know it's a tough I know it's tough. I know there's bigger things than football right now and you know there's all sorts of things that we talk fucking for hours on end about you know uh, on this platform but it's it's time to get game face on and I'm I'm a bit worried seeing the stuff today that, that some of the players just don't seem at the races and you know that that's down to the manager that's down to the manager as well one more point that maybe Maybe it's also a good thing that we, we managed to play for two friendlies. I think I, I read the other day United's friendly was cancelled because one of the Stoke players tested positive for COVID. Mm. So maybe we are a bit yeah. ahead, of, ahead of other teams in our preparation. And um, maybe this game gives us an opportunity to fix some things. Because last week we were talking about, oh, we probably look quite decent. And then this week we lose. So I'll tell you, we'll go back and think that the things are not right here, probably. Um, it gives us, we, we still have another week. What, we play next week, Wednesday, right? Mm. Exactly seven days. So, yeah. yeah, we still have some time. Well, let's talk about the Man City game then, because uh, obviously this would be the last pod we record before we play Man City. So, um, <clears throat> let's talk about how you guys would set the team up. So, um, I'm I'm all assuming we're in agreement that Leno starts in goal. I don't think anyone's going to oppose to that, right? Okay, um, right back is an is an interesting one because. Um, I'm not too sure what Joe and Archie's thoughts are on Bellerin, but it seems like Arteta's um, playing Maitland-Niles in midfield now rather than, you know, playing at right-back. So I'm assuming Bellerin is nailed on to start at right-back, unless you guys have any opinions towards that. What, what, is, is Cedric still injured? Cedric's not even in the squads. He, he's, he's training, though, but he didn't play against Charlton and he didn't play today either. So I don't know where Cedric is. Yeah, we're definitely going to sign him in the summer. I mean, it's not it's not confirmed, but I mean, it's just it's, it's extremely um, Arsenal like to sign a player that's never sign a player permanently that's never played for us before. So <laughs> before the COVID, before COVID, he was playing soccer teams out there as well, wasn't it? Soccer yeah, exactly. Yeah, there. but I think that was only when Bellerin was like coming coming back. Um, Coming back from injury, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think Bellerin's probably nailed on to start because he's been playing right back. Um, Centre-back is is an interesting one because obviously before COVID hit, it was Louise and Mary who were the the starting partnership. I believe... Who started today? Uh, I don't know who started at centre-back today. Was it Mustafi? It looked like it was Mustafi and Mary... And Louise came on in the second half, right? Or did Louise start? Yeah. Uh, let me try and find the lineup. Um, is, it, is the lineup an indication who's going to start? Though? I'm not sure because um, we saw we saw a bit of a higgy lineup anyway. What do you mean in, for, for the first half? Yeah. Mm. Uh, let me just try and find it. One sec. Um, Where's the lineup gone? Oh, he's deleted it. Oh, okay. Um, Mustafi and Ma- Mary. Oh, Mustafi and Mary at, at centre back. So I don't envision Mustafi playing. I think it'd, it'd be Louise and Mary, I would imagine, right? I would go Louise and Mary, personally. Mm. Any objections to that? 
I'm not really sure about this Murray guy, but I'm not well, sure. Well, he's a back four we're talking, yeah? So we, 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 we think he's going to play a back four. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 he hasn't gone with anything other than the 4-3-3, four, three, three, so four, uh, four, two, three, one so far, has he? So I don't see any indication as to why he would change that. So I'm assuming Murray and Murray and Louise. Um, and left back, I guess left back is, is probably the most... Um, you know, debatable one. Like, is he going to play Tierney? Um, I guess Kalasnic is an option. Or does he stick with Saka, who's been doing so well at left-back? Like, wh- what would you guys do? And, and what, do you, what would you guys do? And what would you think um, um, Arteta will do? I, I would go Tierney. And I think he's going to go with Tierney. Uh, purely because... You know, who, whoever he's going to come up against, whether it be Bernardo Silva or whether Sane's fit again or whether it's Sterling, whoever it is, or Mares, I think Tierney being a left-back is just going to be much happier defending than, uh, than whoever. Because we're going to be getting attacked down that side anyway. We know mm. that. So I think he's, he's going to go for a defender that likes defending. Kalasnach don't like it. Saka hasn't done it enough. Tierney likes tackling. So I think that's what he's going to go for. Cool. Uh, Joe, what about you? Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Cause I, I agree with that. I think he should as well, because I think he should play soccer further up the pitch. Um, and yeah, yeah, for all the reasons Archie said, yeah, I think Tim, he should play there, yeah. If he's fit, he should play there, yeah. Mm. Dan, what about you? Yeah, Tim, he should play there. I'm not sure he will. I've got a, I've got a weird feeling. I take my goal. With Saka left back, Aubameyang left wing, and Lacazette up top. I can see that. I can see it because he's been doing it. Um, Joe, you're shaking your head. You can't see it. You can't. You can't see it, or you don't. No, no, no. I, I don't want it. You don't want I it. I can see it, but I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. No, no. Mm. You, you, so you're you're you you're a fan of Saka being further forward then? I'm a fan of Saka being further forward, I'm a, and I'm a fan of Aubameyang playing up front. I agree with half of that. I agree with Aubameyang being up front. So whether, yeah, so whether Saka starts or he comes off the bench, I think he needs to be playing further forward. I think he's wasted at the back. That's nah. interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, I, 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 I personally think he, he should stay at left back. You think so? Yeah, because I just don't, I don't know if he's got that, like, I don't think he has that X factor that's going to make him like a top, 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 top winger that we need. You've got to remember, he's the kid. The kid's the he is. He's still, he's still in, he's still in instant stages. He is. So is Sancho. So is Callum Hudson. Yeah, but yeah, they're special cases. They're but special but that's cases. what we need, though. But this. But, one... Yeah, but no, Sancho. Hudson Adoy, I would have put Hudson Adoy in the same bracket as Sancho at the moment. No, no, no. I don't. No, I don't think they are. But I'm, I, I would say that they are better wingers. They're, they're more accomplished wingers than I would say Saka is. Mm, Hudson Adoy, maybe he's more skillful, he's more flary. Effectiveness, I'm not sure. Mm. I'm yeah, But would Saka be as effective as a winger as he is as a left back? Because oh. it's, I think it's easier to be a left back. Um, for, for in, in this current setup, we, we know he's going to get on the overlap. We know he's going to get that space. As a winger, you're not necessarily going to be able to do it because we see how Abamyang struggles out wide, man. <laughs> like there's there's no reason like obviously there's a reason you want a Bamiyama up front is screw his goals but that's also the other side of it that he's completely useless 
on the wing. And the wing, yeah. it's not easy being a left winger in, in the Premier League. It's very, very, it's very, very difficult being a winger in the Premier League because you, you're not afforded the space. And um, How old is Saka? 18? Yeah. I think he's 19 now. 19. The thing, the thing with Saka, I, I do, I do kind of agree with Luda. I think he, um, he, he benefits from um, being a left again and attacking the open space a lot. But um, I feel like he, um, he has some skill, and he has, he has, he has good physical capabilities. Who could be even, who could be become a bit better with age as well within the next two years. That maybe his, his ability to create separation will improve. And if that does improve, then I think he can be um, can be quite an effective winger because he is someone that will go past his man and whip in a very good cross. We've seen his cross, his crossing is, is accomplished. Um, it's not just head down crossing as well. Um, so I'd like to I'd like to actually just him having the chance playing there because really he hasn't had many chances playing there. Um, he's been he's been putting the team as a left back and he's done really well. And and they say his main position is left wing. Um, at the moment we don't really have a left winger. So um, I know Aubameyang plays there, but I think he should play up top. So I don't know if City is the game to experiment, though. Hence why I believe Atata will play him a left back, like as that up top, Aubameyang left wing. But going forward, I'd like to see him give opportunities there. And and if he doesn't, if he doesn't impress, has um, uh, like he did at left back, then maybe that position is not for him. But let's let's see before we say no, nah, it's not going to be a thing. Yeah, I, I think I, I think. I'm going to revise a little bit in terms of like my initial statement. I think it's um, my initial statement like a few months ago um, when Saka first burst onto the scene was that I don't think he is good enough to be, you know, um, a left winger. I I think he's surprised me a bit of what he's capable of. And I think a lot of it depends on, like you said, like how he develops physically. And um, he's, he's a pretty impressive um physical specimen as it is for his size like he's pretty in- impressive for an 18 year old but obviously we're talking about men's football we're talking about big man football like it's not it's not a joke out there in it so um i'm 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 interested to see how he how he gets on in that regard but um i would actually i would give him a a, a try at left wing i really would i think i would go tierney and um Tierney at left back and i'll try saka at left wing because i think he deserves the opportunity to do it I think he's shown enough that um, he can be effective for us. And I think he needs to be given the opportunity now to, to, to prove me wrong or, or to prove Joe and uh, whoever thinks he should be a left winger wrong, that he should, he should be given that opportunity to, to do that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't also, think... also, Arteta might put him left wing just so he's sitting on Kyle Walker. Maybe. Maybe. Will Walker play right back for Man City? Who else plays right back? I can't remember. Hello. 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 Yeah. So Arteta might put, remember, he knows Guardiola, so he might put Saka, who kind of, he sort of knows the left back role now. He might put him there just to sit on whoever that player is. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Could do. That's the advantage we got. That's what I'm saying. That's why he might throw this team. The teams 
selection might surprise us because he he kind of knows the city team and the city setup. He might he might he might think of a way to combat it that we might think what that what's this all about? You no, never know. that's true. I think there's definitely going to be some surprise. I think he's going to start in Ketia, personally. Because who do you think? Who do you think? Who do you think are the midfield? Who do you think starts in the midfield? The midfield three. Apparently, Xhaka and uh, Ozil. Apparently, Xhaka today, though, was warming up and obviously didn't play. So, um, I don't know if he's got some kind of injury. I guess we'll find out some news about that before the, um, before the game. But I think it's likely that he'll probably go midfield three. I can't see Ozil playing. I, I, I can't see Ozil playing against Man City. I think he might I go... I think he's putting Ozil in. I think he'll put him in just because, just to try and thread those balls through. I think he's putting in there. Who else is he gonna? He's not gonna do a midfield free because that just mimics City's. Uh, I think he needs to, otherwise we're gonna get absolutely peppered. <laughs> do, you think, do you think Sabias could do that job? Little, little oh, creative job. I don't no. think he can. I, I I think I don't think he can do Özil's job, but Özil can't do Özil's job. So, like, it, it, I think we need to stop holding Ozil to the previous stand of Ozil because he, he, he's not that player anymore. And um, I think what we need in this game is uh, a different set of attributes. And I think Sabayos, yeah, he gets overrun, but at least he's going to be in the battle a bit. You know, he's going to be... Um, he's going to be able to keep hold of possession. I think he'll be able to get himself out of trouble um, he's not afraid to get on the ball. Um, he's quite tenacious. Um, so I would probably be looking at, if not, if not, Sebastian, I'll be looking at Willock. If I'm being honest, I'd be looking at um, a, a midfield three of Xhaka, Torreira, and Willock um, as 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 the the three for this game. I can't lie. I think Willock is about probably a better option than Sebastian in that game, mm. simply because the physicality. I don't believe in Sabah's, um creative ability in the final third. As I said, I always believe these are players in the first and second phase. Yeah. They can make players in the third phase better. I'm not sure he's the, the right, it's the right game for him. Um, so, yeah, and I also feel like we need to have players on the pitch that are good tra- in transition. Mm. So, um, back, going back and forward. So, um, with, so it, I think for me, it would be between Willock and Ozil because... Uzo can at least find people on the on the run and transition. So he, that's that's the only that's the only that's the only benefit really offensively. He's good in transition. Um, he makes the right runs in transition. Willock does um good runs in transition too. Not necessarily necessarily the right decision, however, but he is also capable of going back and forth. So between them, really, for Sabios, I think the game will probably be a bit too quick. Um, um, especially the way we have to play it in order to to get our chances. I think. But um, he could surprise me. He could play and do really well. But I think for me, be between Ozil and Willock. So, we, uh, we, so that would be Willock in a ten. Um, no, if Willock plays, not never in a ten for me. But that's what he would play if he played. But I would do four for three if we play him. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, Archie, did you did you give your midfield three of what it would be? Yeah, I think it's going to be Xhaka, uh, Ceballos, and Ozil. That's what I think. But no, Torreira. Nah, Torreira's not. If we play Xhaka, would you say that again? Xhaka, Sabayos, and Ozil, we are losing twenty. We are losing twenty-seven nil. Have faith, man. Arteta knows what he's doing. Have some faith. We will get absolutely <laughs> popped. 
three nil down in twelve minutes. Yeah, that's the last. Uh, going to score a couple of goals. It's going to be fine. All right, twenty-seven-two. Then don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe, what what do you think the midfield would be? Or and what do you think what, what do you think it should be as well? Uh, I would I would play Xhaka, Torreira, and. And I'll st- I think I'll start Ozil, yeah. I'll start Ozil. I'll risk it. I'll risk his uh, his shortcomings for what he brings, or what I'd what I'd hope he brings potentially. Can you remind me what he brings to the table, please? Because I, I, I don't know. I don't know. His, what... his, 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 his vision. He can see. He can see the. He can see the passes. I don't think not many midfielders can see that. And I think he's a lot of it. He gets frustrated. I think you know what it is. I think we're going to see a different Arsenal without. Without the pressure of fans mm. in the in the stadium, I think we I think we might see a different different Arsenal because mm. I think that's what that's where a lot of players I think get frustrated with 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 the fans when they think you know what I'm giving it my all and fans are getting frustrated so I think without the fans it will be a different game, man. So hopefully Ozil, Ozil turns up, man. Seems, hopefully we'll see him smiling, threading through the balls for the front three. Mm. I mean, I hope we do. I hope we do, but we know Ozil's never turned up for a game outside the M25 since he's been here. So Manchester's quite far outside the M25, as you guys might know. So, um, yeah, can't see it, lads. But, you know, you know this, 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 this pandemic's been a time of reflection for everybody. Let's hope he's... Uh, He's watched some old videos, some old Real Madrid videos. And, <laughs> I mean, he's had a lot of time on yeah, his hands yeah, to do it. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah hoping, I'm hoping, but can't see it if I'm being honest. Um, obviously, right wing is another problem position because obviously we've got, <laughs> <laughs> we've, got we've got Nicolas Pepe, who uh, uh, is an interesting player. Um, from what you from the lineups that you guys have described, obviously, um, so, some of you have gone Saka left wing. So I guess that depends if you want to play. Um, like if you still want to have Lacazette in the team, would you move Aubameyang to the right wing, um, or would you just put Aubameyang up front? If not, then um, Reese Nelson is an option as well, who could play right wing. Which I would not be surprised if Reese Nelson plays, um, because I think he's going to give you um, he's going to he's going to give you work ethic and. Um, I think that's going to be very important in this game, covering Bellerin. He looks um, sharp as well. If you watched him in, in uh, two friendlies, he looks sharp. He looks sharp. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um, I think the young players will be the most sharpest because they've got they they're the ones that have got you know th- th- this is like this is a real opportunity. They've been playing cage football. That's why. <laughs> yeah, they've been they've been playing at power league a lot, but um, breaking the lockdown rules, but um. Yeah, I, I, I think Nelson. I, it really wouldn't surprise me if Nelson plays. I think, I think Nelson will play. Actually, I think Pepe will be on the bench. I think he's a bit. It'll be a bit of a liability for this game. I don't, I don't think he should play. Um, so yeah, I think, I think Nelson will play. Archie, you're shaking your head. Archie, talk, talk your truth, man. I see you. Uh, I, as much as annoying as Pepe can be, I think his unpredictability. It would just be. I think it'll be perfect for this kind of match, especially where there's no fans. No one's going to be screaming at him. If Bellerin is there as well, overlapping, I think Pepe can come into his own. This, is, this is vegan Bellerin. He can't get off the pitch anymore. Uh, I, I think Pepe will do it, man. Like, trust me. Tr- next season, especially, Pepe's going to be the guy. But I think, I think up front, it's going to be Pepe. I think it will be Enketia and Abamyang on the left. 
Okay. That's what I think. And I'm because, Pepe, I'm Pepe, I'm Pepe yeah, on the right. Yeah, because... They, it's they, very attacking, obviously. It's very, very attacking. Nah, but the amount of speed there, he will know, Arteta will know that City like to squeeze up the pitch. If they've mm. got someone, if Xhaka's back there and they win the ball, Xhaka can just boot it up there. All three of them... <laughs> <like squeeze. laughs> Xhaka just boot it up there. Fucking hell. Oh, we're going Sam Allardyce football now, are we? Yo, we need to do what we need to do, man. We ain't got no technicians anymore. Just, yeah. just bring the ball up and run it down, man. Yeah, That's yeah. all we need to do. Can't, can't argue against it. Um, Joe, who would you go right wing? Yeah, I've got Pepe, man. I'm a big fan of Pepe, man. I think... God, I'm, recru- I'm recruiting the wrong guys here. I, I need more guys. No, I'm, 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 I, listen, I just think that hopefully, hopefully... He, he, Obviously, he hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't um, started firing on all cylinders yet. But I just think he's just a, a beast, just waiting to be w- woken up, man. I think once he starts, once he finds his feet, uh, he, he actually, when I watch him, he actually looks like he's like a kid that's just landed in England. He's just confused about his surroundings. Like, what, what's going on? What is this all this that? But what, I think once he gets settled, I think he's going to be a problem, man. Mm. Some of the things I've seen him do. It's just wow. I just I just think back to like like even down to Henri's first half of his first season, Jogba's first season. Like I think we we got so used to people hitting the ground running that we we kind of expected of every player now. And I think Pepe is I think he's definitely got the ingredients, man. And, and you and you think he's gonna start? I think he should start. Yeah. Whether he, I don't know. I don't know whether he's I don't know whether he's going to start. Uh, I don't know what condition everyone's in mm. right now. So, ideally, I think he would start, but Nelson's a, a, a good alternative. Like, like Archer, oh, so he's looking sharp, man. I see him. He's looking. He's, he's definitely looking like he's been keeping, keeping in shape. And yeah, mm. he, he's another one that could start. I, I wouldn't mind either of them. Mm. Personally, I would want Pepe to start just because I think he's he's capable of a moment of magic. Um, but Reese Nelson will give you 90 minutes of work or however long he's on. He'll work for every minute. So, yeah, either way, man. Um, Dan? Then, oh, sorry, Gum? No, no, I was, I, I was going to go on to strikers, but yeah, I thought you were still on the wing, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, 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 Dan, you, who are you going at right wing? I'll go with Pepe. Mm. Um, I do think Nelson was quite good. The way, the way we used Nelson, I think it was the Chelsea game. Yeah, he played quite well. We played right wing instead of Pepe, and um, we played we played a good um, thirty minutes. <laughs> mm. But um, yeah, I think for the factors that Joe and um, Archie both have mentioned, Pepe's um, ability to to be unpredictable, and as we've said this year, he has been frustrating, but he has also been very decisive. So um, yeah, um, I'd say very. I'll take the very away. He has been very decisive for us because when when he hasn't played, we haven't we haven't won games. Be, but then he's yeah, played and he's, he's won games. Like we've, he's not been great, but he's been very decisive for us this year. I can I can I can definitely say that. Okay, we'll we'll agree to disagree. Um, so and it, decisiveness depends on his productivity. So if he's not productive when he plays, we're not looking good. But but he's not really been productive, has he? Well, well, exactly. Six, that's why we're having a bad season. Six goals and six assists. So. Pepe, man, he was so anti-Pepe. Look, like, <laughs> I, I do like you, you have to be objective, and the majority of the games he played, he probably wasn't good. But um, there's been games where he's been really good, and he really he really occupies one or two defenders. 
then give space to Aubameyang. So I think I think um, for those for those reasons, I'd play him because he's a, he's an actual threat for goal. Whereas I don't think you think Nelson will be a threat on goal um, for this game. So, um, but we'll see what happens. I do think he will he would basically pick the same team he picked before mm. the Corona break. Okay, and then up front. Um, so Archie, you've already said Enketia up front. I think um, I think Laka will play up front. Um, Joe, Dan, who, who who's playing up front for you guys? I think Laka will play, but um, at the moment Laka needs Laka needs to work his way back into the team. Um, scoring these two friendlies might be a way of doing that, but for me, I I pick Eddie as well. What about you, Joe? I think Aubameyang has to start up front, man. Uh, I think he Laka's has to. Not... I think he. I think he should. But I just. Yeah, I just don't. I think so. Yeah. Laka's it is. He's. He's. Uh, for me, he's one of the most frustrating players at Arsenal at the moment, man. Mm. Because he's. Um, he's definitely a player that's not. 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 Um, not realizing his potential. I think that he's. It's like he, he, he's. He scored the goals. He's. Like half of the goals he scores, you don't expect him to score. And the goals he's expected to score, he's, he misses some sitters. I just, I don't know, man. I get frustrated with him. I don't, I don't, anytime I see Lacazette on the, on the starting lineup on the team sheet, I just think, yeah, this is not, not going to end well for us. You're pushing our best striker out wide to accommodate mm-hmm. Lacazette. And, and and because it's not even delivering. It's not even like he's delivering. Even if he was delivering, I'll still have half an argument to say. But why are we playing our best striker out wide? But he's not. He's not even. He's not delivering. I think again, it might be the fans. He might be a different Lacazette. Like, no, but, no, but he don't scroll. He don't scroll away from home. So it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's not the fans. <laughs> I don't know. Lacazette's just got issues. He's just. Uh, and I, the image I've got of Lacazette is, is that same image. Is that after he's shot, he's always got his hands on his hips or <laughs> blaming the grass or he's saying that mm. he's screaming for a corner when there was no defender near him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, I no. think. I think. Lacazette's got a goal, in my opinion. But that's oh, 100%. 100%. Point. Swap him for Partey and call it, call it a day. Um, let, let's, let's do some listeners' questions then before we finish. Um, actually, I, I wanted to ask you guys one question before we do the listeners' question. I don't think we've got a listeners' question about it. So, um, actually, did we, did we do this last week, Dan, where we spoke about the five subs and whether it would um, um, improve, like whether it would be a problem for us or whether it would, be, um, uh, whether it would benefit us? I'm not sure. I think I think we might have talked mm. about it already. Okay, I remember talking about it in the group, but I can't remember. Normally, yeah, I don't really know. I I think there were some points mentioned about the squad depth, and it really benefits the team. Benefits the team like City. They have a lot of players on the bench mm. with, um, with with good quality. Mm. Um, maybe I'll tell you, we'll get we'll start getting the subs right if he has five of them. So. <laughs> uh, yes, maybe. I, I yeah, I I think it's going to be an issue for us, but um. We'll, 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 we'll do some listeners' questions anyway. Um, so I've got quite a few about Adebayor, actually. Um, so right, let me start from... All right, here, here's one about today's game. He said, Ords uh, first, Ainsley Maitland-Niles has finally got his chance and started in centre midfield in a friendly and a pivot, but also got into good attacking positions and got an assist for Lacker's goal. Do you think he can make that position his? I don't think it was Ainsley Maitland-Niles with assist. I thought it was Nelson. No, that was the game. That was the game before. I think this question is from the game before, not the Br- Brentford today, you know. Ah, uh, oh when yeah, you said. Oh right, that was Nelson. Yeah. 
Yeah, all right. Yeah, he sent it at 10 o'clock this morning. I apologize. All right, cool. Um, I don't, maybe he wouldn't have answered this question then if he saw Ainsley Maitland-Niles' mistake today. Um, but yeah, he got his chance. He's had his chance in midfield, which is interesting in itself because um, we were probably thinking Ainsley Maitland-Niles was done at Arsenal. And he could, he may still will be after, after today's mistake. But um, it's interesting that Maitland-Niles is playing. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it means he's going to play against Man City in midfield or anything like that. But um, Dan, what what are you thinking about Maitland-Niles? Is this like an avenue back for him in the team? And, you know, is this Arteta bowing it to his demands somewhat? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I really am not sure. I, I think Maitland-Niles, as, as I said a few times, should should dedicate himself to, to become a right-back for Arsenal. Um, I think given Bellerin's decline... Um, he really has a chance to 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 cement that spot in the first team. He obviously doesn't seem keen on it. Um, there seem to be some issues with Arteta. Um, I don't know. I think um, what the what I'm reading as well in the media is it looks like his days are numbered at the club. But it's a good sign that he's playing. Um, I'm not really a fan of him in midfield, to be honest. Um, which I've always said, right back or boss, really um, for me. So let's see what happens. But. Um, I think it'd be a bit harsh for Ateta to completely not play him and stuff like that and friendly. So that would be um that would be really um mean. So I think he probably is just playing to, to fill in the gaps um and manage everyone's workloads to some degree. Oh my bad, sorry, I'm just watching Socrates and Holden get spun for the goal. But um uh, I saw a big smile on your face though. <laughs> no, I, was just looking, I was just looking at Socrates. He's such a mess. But, um, <laughs> um, what, Joe, what is your thoughts on Maitland now? Do you think his, his time is done at the club or is this, is this like a, a new show in faith from Arteta, the fact that he's been playing him in these friendlies and in midfield and stuff? I don't know. It's hard to read, it's hard to read too much into it. Uh, I think if he was to play, if he was to be converted into a midfielder. I think he's he's got a, a long queue of players that are ahead of him in the pecking order, um, and I think he it'll be his pathway to the first team would be much more difficult. Um, I haven't really seen much of him in action in centre midfield to make a judgment, but I think at right back he looks he looks capable. He looks like he had a, the the basics to to work on. Um, but yeah, I, I I thought I thought his career was done. I still think he's, I still think he's surplus to requirements in um, Arteta's eyes. Mm. Uh, but who knows? Hopefully I just find it interesting that he is playing. Like he does, Arteta doesn't have to play him. It's um, well, all I want to know is where's Gwendozi? Where's Gwendozi when all this is happening? Gwendozi played today. Did he play today? Yeah. Mm, yeah, he played okay. today. He came on the second half. Okay. Yeah, he's a, he's so another one that could be surplus. Um, I like him a lot, man. I think he's. I like him, man. I think, yeah, he's, I think he's, he's, he's 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 on the right track to being a, a top player, man. I, I like him, man. I like his confidence. Mini- I don't think Arteta likes him. Nah, he's a maniac, man. We need to keep him. He winds people up. I love him. Like, just a little nutter in the middle of the park. We need one. Yeah. Well, even he's, if... he's confidence to like he he tries he, he tries to risky things. He's not scared to play. Like he's not trying to play it safe all the time. Like he'll get better. He's gonna make mistakes, but mm. he'll get better. He'll get better, man. I, I like him, man. I've got time for Gendouzi. I do. I wouldn't sell him, but um, 
I don't think Arteta likes him. But uh, yeah, okay. Um, let me find another listener's question. We'll do a couple more before um, we wrap things up. So, um, okay. Uh, do you, oh yeah, here's one from Archer eighty six. He says, "Do you think Arteta will make better subs now that he can make five? If we get to a point in the season where match fitness isn't an issue." No, <laughs> I don't think he has. He doesn't exactly have many options available to him to make particularly great subs, does he? It's like, but surely it will give him. Surely it gives him like a bigger, a bigger percentage to get it right. A big, like more of a chance to get it right. You know, when you're thinking there's only three subs I can make, it's, it's that you've only got three shots here. Have five shots here. Surely he, surely he's got to get it right if he's got five shots at the, at the target. We, we're gonna yeah. help. <laughs> we can help you help. Yeah, but is gonna... that our problem or is that Arsenal problem in general since since Wenger left or Wenger's later years? Don't you think Emery had the same problem? Yeah. Oh, Emery was awful. Emery had a as a no. Emery actually got the subs right. It was his, his, his team selection that was wrong. Yeah, yeah, he was he was making the right subs at half time. It was just like, why didn't you start that way, you prick? But um, yeah, uh, <laughs> cool. This is uh, from not a winger. He asked, uh, thoughts on Adebayo saying he won't donate to his country. <laughs> when did Adebayo say that? Adebayo, if, I speak, if I speak, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> Adebayo, as, as, uh, he's, he's a funny character, man. Um, he's, he said a few of these outspoken, um, I, I will not donate. You said a few of these, like, kind of, uh, what do you say? I didn't bring coronavirus to Togo, so why should I be donating? <laughs> hey, this guy, man. Didn't he, if I made this up, didn't he get robbed by his cousin and his brother one time? Yeah, I think I think he's had issues. I think he's his brother or something like that, or he's... He used to beef his own mum, I think. Yeah, yeah. his mum. Yeah. Did, did he actually say these things? Did he actually say these things? I thought it was a parody account. Did he actually say this stuff? Yeah, he says it. He says it. He, his wow. his brother or something like that, or his stepbrother or something, wrote to Real Madrid saying, "Please do not extend his loan deal." <laughs> and they really got what they wished for. They got what they asked for, right? Yeah, I mean, he he's a he's a funny character, man. But you know what? Each it's his own money, isn't it? Like it's his own money. Is he can do with his money what he wishes to do? His he's an incredibly wealthy guy. He's he's made more money out of football than. <laughs> you know, ninety nine point nine percent of footballers who have played the game. So, you know, and, and you know, we're talking about his career. He hasn't really, he hasn't really achieved much. But you know, financially, he's he can do whatever he likes, man. Yeah, yeah, he can do whatever. Have, he wants. have you guys seen that clip of him? Why are you doing charity? Have you seen that? No. Hey, let me play it for you guys. I can tell you why are you not doing a charity? For God's sake, why are you asking me to do charity? I do what I do what my heart asked me to do. You know what you people will ask me to do. So I hate it. It's like if you have ten thousand in my pocket, you just come across someone on your page or on the screen and the person say, Oh, use that ten thousand to do something. Whatever you have in your pocket, use it as you wish. He's, he's a legend. He's a legend to He's just a baby boy, man. He's just a baby boy. <laughs> just trying to enjoy his life. I'm just a baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. Nah, man. Adebayo is too funny, man. He's way too funny. 
He is, he is. Let me do one last question before we wrap things up then. Um, um, okay, this is one from AFC Jewel. Do you think the sale of Adebayor set the trend for us as a willing selling club, even if we got good money for him and Torre, or would you, or would you place this in 2011? What's that mean? Basically, do you think this? Do you think selling Adebayor when we sold him did that set the trend of us as a as a selling club? No, nah. I, I think we're a selling club before then. If I'm being yeah. honest, Ashley Cole Ashley was the Cole, one. Yeah, yeah. On, hold on to people. It weren't Adebayor. It was Ashley. It, it started long before that, all the way back in 2006. I would say. Do you think no, it no, started with Ashley though? I don't think it started with Ashley. I don't think we willingly sold Ashley. I think Ashley wanted to leave. I think that, that I think it was. I think a lot of it was when Man. I think when Man City came into like financial power because they nicked a lot of our players. I don't know what that between when they they nicked Cliche, they nicked both of our fullbacks, they nicked Colo Torre, they nicked Nasri. So I think it was at them Adibayo, yeah. So I think it was at them point, and I think the excuse was that we was paying for the stadium, and mm. I think that I think it was around that time where we became a selling club. I think <laughs> Ashley Cole thing was more of. He wanted to leave. He it, it looked that like he was leaving for money, and <clears throat> it was only if you remember the Ashley Cole story. It was the Ashley Cole fallout happened because we refused to give him like an extra five thousand a week or something like that. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's come out since that Ashley Cole was willing to sign the contract, but he was so annoyed that rah. So like I've been a good servant for you lot, and you don't even want to give me an extra five thousand to match whatever Chelsea are going to give me or whatever. Fuck you, because remember okay. it was it was a protest because they were saying, "Oh, look, Chelsea are just trying to come and throw money at the league, and money shouldn't be your motivation. That shouldn't be your motivation to sign a new contract. We, you came through our ranks, and that's that's what I think the argument became. Because at, at the time, they was it was like it was like it's not like you're leaving us for a for a a, a bigger club. Like the, the recent success they've had, they've bought it." And mm. it's not like you're leaving for a, a, a Real Madrid or a Barca or a Man United, arguably. Like you're leaving for a club that's trying to buy their way into into success. I do wonder though, would Arsenal have done that in years prior? I don't. I don't think Arsene Wenger would have. I don't think Arsenal would have sanctioned the sale of Ashley Cole, especially not for peanuts plus William Gallas. Like, what the fuck was that all about? Is it, because was, I don't think there was. I don't think there was financial powerhouses like Chelsea. Before it was just Man United, but they didn't even they but they didn't exactly throw the the book out. Like it's not like they came with like a, a ridiculous offer that we couldn't turn down. It was no, five million plus Gallas. But they came with a ridiculous wage offer for Ashley Cole and turned his head. I don't think they did. I think it was only no, five thousand. I think it was five thousand more than we offered him. Were they signing on feed up? No. Well, yeah, there's always. I don't remember. He, they start. That's that's where he got the name Cashley from. Like you left for cash. You you literally left for yeah, money. But, but if it's only five thousand a week more, it's not exactly yeah, like. Yeah, it's not really an argument if it's only five. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that it was. If that was the. I'm pretty sure was it was only. Time. I think I'm pretty sure it was. Um, see Chelsea. Um, Arsenal. I'm trying to find out how much it was for, but. Um, I, I, yeah, Ashley Cole explains why he left Arsenal for Chelsea. Um, says here, oh, it's a bloody video. Don't want to. Yeah, no, no. That's when he said uh, he left because the winning mentality was gone. That's bullshit. Oh. 
Okay, but yeah, you just won the league, no? <laughs> what the? All right, cool, lads. Let's um, let's leave it there. Um, we've we've had a long pod. Um, Joe, uh, thank you, thank you very much for for coming on the pod. I hope this is the first of many for you to come on. Yeah, um, definitely, man. Um, Archie, it's been great having you as per usual. Thank you, Rob. Enjoyed it. Um, and Dan, of course. Uh, we'll 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 be back next week. Um. Hopefully celebrating a win against Man City, but come on. I can't see it. I can't see it. But yeah, guys, remember to you remember to sign up to our Discord server, use the hashtag and subscribe to our YouTube and we'll be back next week. Cheers guys. Could have had that fight, but I'm in walk on sight. Man, I had to grab that mind. You're not gonna spit this time. Trying to work with a good oh, energy. Man, I'm gonna work with a bad man fight. None of these guys can't it's do amazing. it. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing. That's foul. That's outside. the response of Arsenal. Across the line. Score for my team in the time I play. Where that no one man's inside. Chelsea. Inside. Man, I said that. Simply lost their focus in the joy of equalizing. But I won't see you right. Man could have had that fight, but I'm in walk on sight. Man has to grab that ball. Fabregas. It's an Andrei. Can he go all the way here? Still an Andrei. Looks like Chabot. Man jumped up from the floor like Merlin. Open the door, man. Man's guarding. Just when the back man seems not working. What am I going to do? It's a key for Merkin. Merkin. Wonderful play from Arsenal. What was he on board? Arsenal Wenger's. Zenny's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenny frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at zenny.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.